Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Exodus. Hello and good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. And today we will be talking about Exodus chapter 24, verses 1 through 11. Grab your Bible and your cup of coffee. I will be reading out of the WEB version of the Bible today. He said to Moses, Come up to Yahweh, you and Aaron and Nadab and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moses alone shall come near to Yahweh, but they shall not come near. The people shall not go up with him. Moses came and told the people all of Yahweh's words and all the ordinances, and all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which Yahweh has spoken we will do. Moses wrote all of Yahweh's words, then rose up early in the morning and built an altar at the base of the mountain with twelve pillars for the twelve tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of cattle to Yahweh. Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, we will do all that Yahweh has said and be obedient. Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Look, this is the blood of the covenant which Yahweh has made with you concerning all of these words. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and the seventy of the elders of Israel went up. They saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was like a paved work of sapphire stone, like the skies for clearness. He didn't lay his hand on the nobles of the children of Israel. They saw God, and they ate, and they drank. So this ends all of uh, what we were talking about for the past couple of weeks where Moses was going up to the mountain and was talking directly with God. Because at the beginning, God was talking to the uh, children of Israel, but they did not want to hear God's voice. They were terrified. So God basically only told them the Ten Commandments and then he s- spoke only to Moses after that because the um, all the people, all the Israelites were like, Moses, you go speak to God because if we hear his voice, we're going to die. They were terrified of God's voice and did not want to hear them. So Moses was going up to the mountain and he was talking with God and God was telling him everything that he was supposed to do and all the everything that the children of Israel were supposed to do. And we talked about that for the past couple of weeks. So now God is finished talking about that. And he says here to Moses in verse one, he says, uh, you and the elders, 70 of the elders of Israel, uh, come and worship me, but have them worship from a distance and you can come and worship right here with me. And then God's like, but don't let the people go anywhere near me. <laughs> a long time ago, we were talking about kind of um, one of the reasons why God didn't want the people near him. It's because, well, first and foremost, they didn't want to be near him. I mean, we already saw that even a little bit of his presence, his voice was too much for the people. So they didn't want to be near him. And the second part was they were just not 
holy. You know, the elders were supposed to be holy. They were supposed to be the leaders of the people who followed all of God's uh, ordinances and regulations. So they were the people that were supposed to be holy and were supposed to lead the other people into holiness, if that makes sense. God wanted his nation to be a very holy nation. So that was one of the reasons why he didn't want the people to come up near him. Because first and foremost, they were truly not holy. They didn't want really much to do with holiness. And also they they didn't really want to be around God anyway. So then uh, after this, it says that Moses went down the mountain and he told all of the people everything that God had said. All of those Uh, those ordinances God had put in place that we already talked about. And it says that the people all answered after Moses was done speaking. They're like, we will do everything that Yahweh spoke about. So then it says here that Moses uh, wrote down all of Yahweh's words, which is what we're currently reading. I mean, these are all uh, written by Moses. You know, the first five books of the Bible were all written by Moses. So Moses was writing down God's words here. So then after this, it says that once he was all finished writing all this down, he woke up early in the morning and he started building an altar to God at the very base of the mountain. So he uh, built it so that the people could come up to it without touching the mountain. We already talked about that as well, (laughs) that the people shouldn't even touch the mountain that God lived on. So Moses builds this uh, altar and he sets up these pillars. He probably had people helping him. I'm sure he didn't do it all alone. He was old, but uh, he set up these pillars, 12 of them for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. So then after this, it says that he starts bringing in all these different offerings and he was having the young men uh, bring in these offerings. Now, there's no significance to the young men other than the fact that um, they were young and that they were able to, um, they, they were strong, so they were able to um, control the animals. So it says that they started doing these burnt offerings. And, you know, we often see this and we're just like, oh, this is so terrible. You know, why would Moses do this? Why would God uh, have burnt offerings? Why would he make the people do that? Why would Moses, you know, splatter all that blood on the people? And we think of this and we see this and we think of this as kind of an appalling thing for the people to do back then. But this was very, very common. I mean, you have to remember, this is not nowadays. This is back then. The Canaanites at this time period did human sacrifices all the time. The people already believed and knew that they needed a sacrifice in order to be saved. The Canaanites had absolutely no problem sacrificing a human being so other people could be saved. When Adam and Eve sinned at the very beginning in the Garden of Eden, God specifically said to them before they sinned, before they ate from that tree, that he said, if you sin, then death. So the Bible calls It's the law of sin and death. This law came into place the second Adam and Eve sinned. This law, the law of sin and death, came into place. So because of the sin, death came into the world. And there's no other way to get around that death. I mean, we have death. There's no way to get around it. Even Solomon in uh, Ecclesiastes talks about death and how it's a battle everyone needs to go through unfortunately. So death is in the world. It's it's as uh, true of a law as gravity is. So because this law came into the world after Adam and Eve sinned, now something has to take the place of that death penalty. And not only the death penalty, but 
the dying in the sins, the salvation. You know, like I said, the Canaanites knew they needed salvation. They knew that they needed sacrifice to have that salvation, if that makes sense. I mean, they didn't believe in God. They didn't believe in Yahweh, but they knew that without death, there would be no salvation. So they had no problem sacrificing other people to save themselves. But God is saying, do this differently. And he says here, do the burnt offerings, the sacrifices of the animals and and the cattle, the clean animals, the animals that are good to be eaten in the first place. So it was a very specific type of animal. And it, I mean, it wasn't just any random animal. It was a very specific type of animal. And it was in a very controlled environment that God did this in. And this was the old covenant. And this is what Moses is doing here when he starts sprinkling the blood on the altar. Through that blood, the people are gaining forgiveness, you know, because the only way people can get forgiven is through a blood sacrifice, is through sacrifice. So obviously, this was the old covenant where Jesus had not come down to earth yet to become the ultimate sacrifice, which is the new covenant, which is what we currently live under. This right here is the ceremony of the start of the old covenant, the covenant, or I should say promise, the promise between God and his people that what God is going to do, the people are going to obey. That was the promise. And when the people obey, God would bless them abundantly was basically the deal that was going on here. So there's a ceremony happening right here in verses six and seven to commemorate this deal that God makes with his people, if that makes any sense. And that is why these sacrifices are happening because the people in order to be part of like go along with this deal, be part of this covenant, they had to be forgiven from their sins. They had to be holy people. And obviously holiness and evil cannot exist in the same plane. So the people are becoming forgiven through the sacrificing of these animals. So when Moses is ceremonially sprinkling the blood on the altar and, you know, kind of sprinkling it out into the crowd, this is showing the forgiveness of the sins. So that's kind of a little um, detail here about why sacrifices took place. Once again, this was so common for these people back then, this would not have been that weird of a ceremony. It's almost as if, you know, you and I, we do communion nowadays. That's the new covenant. We don't think anything of communion. We don't think it's weird. We go to church and we do communion. It's a very common thing that we do. And uh, it's as common nowadays as this would have been back in those days. You know, this is the old covenant. We live under the new covenant with the communion and, of course, Jesus being our sacrifice. Back then, this was what they did in order to gain forgiveness. So after this, it says that he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, we will do all that Yahweh has said and be obedient. So they're promising that they're going to uphold this covenant. The stuff that Moses had just written, everything God had said, you know, Moses was reading it to them and they say that they will do their end of the covenant. Now, of course, we find out that they don't. (laughs) And then, of course, because of their disobedience to the covenant, God, after several hundred years, takes his blessing away from his people. So it is funny how merciful God is. Uh, You know, he waited a much longer time to take away the blessings 
than the people did, which was like literally their children stopped following God. But anyway, we'll talk about more about that later. So after this, it says that Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the people. So he's probably taking a bunch of hyssop, which would have been a uh, uh, plant that was very common. And he's probably like has the blood and he's probably like waving it out into the people and some blood is like kind of sprinkling around the crowd. So then he says, look, this is the blood of the covenant, which Yahweh has made with you concerning all these words. So this is the start of God's covenant with the Israeli people. And of course, covenant means promise. So this is a promise that the people are making to God and a promise that God is making to his people. And there's a ceremony to commemorate this promise that uh, God is going to be the father of his people. So then after this, this really fascinating part happens. It says, Moses, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel went up. Now I think, I might be very wrong about this, but I think Nadab and Abihu were Aaron's sons. So they would have been uh, Moses's um, nephews, but I might be wrong about that. <laughs> they uh, mention Aaron's sons later on uh, in a lot more detail. But anyway, so it says that these four men and then the 70 elders of Israel went up and they saw the God of Israel. So only the elders, the leaders of the people were allowed to go and see God. Now, I truly believe this is talking about Jesus. Because, uh, it, of course, Jesus was not named Jesus in the Old Testament. That was not until the New Testament. His name became Jesus. But when, I mean, what we just talked about, I think it was either a Friday or a Monday, we just talked about how Jesus was going to come down and be the leader of the people. In other words, the angel of God was going to come down and be the leader of the people and the, be the protector. I believe this is what Moses and the elders were seeing. I think they saw God's angel or Jesus right here because it kind of um, talks a little bit about this platform that he was standing on. It says that they saw the God of Israel under his feet was like a paved work of sapphire stone and it was so crystal clear. It was like so blue as the sky is blue and this is what God was standing on. So they're referring here, I believe, to Jesus. I believe that they are referring to what Jesus was standing on. And, you know, even his platform was just so beautiful and so uh, awesome that they were just talking about the platform. They didn't even mention what Jesus looked like. Even the platform itself that Jesus was standing on was just so fantastic. So then it says here that... Um, he didn't lay a hand on the nobles or the children of Israel. So he was he was not doing anything to uh, cause them harm. He didn't do anything to cause them harm. He was going to be their protector. And so it says here, they saw God and they ate and they drank. So after this, they're probably so excited. They're probably having a lunch together and they're probably like, holy cow, we just saw God. We just saw God's angel. And, you know, they're probably talking about it. They're probably excited. Maybe they're a little bit scared after seeing Jesus or, uh, you know, God's angel. And uh, they sat down and they ate and drank and they probably talked about it. And that was the end of this entire ceremony. After the people promised to do hold up their end of the bargain, and God promised to hold up his end as long as the people did. Now, this is the end of the ceremony where the elders got to see their protector. They got to see 
the angel of God who is going to come down and protect the entire nation of Israel. And that was uh, showing these elders, this is who you are worshiping. This is why it's important. And uh, they were able to have some fellowship together. And then that was the end of the entire ceremony. So friends, this was Exodus chapter 24, verses 1 through 11, and uh, this was sort of a hard portion to talk about a little bit because it's a little confusing. You know, we don't think about this stuff so much anymore. We don't think about the animal sacrifices, and um, you know, we, we often think it's kind of a gross thing that God would ask us to do, but of course there's a reason for it in the Old Testament. So I hope you guys learned something from this episode, and if you did, please like it and share it and rate it five stars, and also go to my website www.p40ministries.com slash shop and you can take a look at all the new designs I have on the shop. I have a um, beautiful, beautiful brand new shirt and it is a an awesome quality shirt. Like it is so soft. I have them here with me in my studio and I will ship them directly to you. And I love them because they're high quality and they feel great and they are personally quality checked by me before they are sent out to you. Now I have another fall design that I hope you guys will look at as well with a bunch of pumpkins on it and it's pretty cute as well. Some buffalo check pumpkins. I am all about buffalo check I should say. Everything in my house is pretty much buffalo check. (laughs) (laughs) I have a red and black buffalo check out the wazoo in my house. So I love buffalo check and it's just showing a little bit of my uh, style here with that uh, particular pumpkin design that I have. But take a look at those and uh, like I said, please rate and share the podcast with your friends and family members. But friends and faithful listeners, have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. Happy listening and God bless. God bless.